poppin'. Who you a Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. Told Pooh he'll fool with this shit. Told her don't let her friends know. In the villain, I move like a dime. Yeah, I can't wait for this. We got a different episode here today. It's gonna be fun. We gotta be fun. We gotta find new and innovative ways to do it and to promote our bird gang and our stoop life right here, baby. Yeah. yeah, we got the Kelly Green on. We're representing for the Bird Gang, and then you got the Philly color on, which represents kind of the Chiefs, but at least it's Philly. Hold on, Hold on. I can't wear. I'm not allowed to wear Bird's gear. I get it. You're not allowed. You, I get it. At least, at least you're not like uh, one of them. Be a fraud. Uh, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. But, all right, let's hit this off. Let's hit this off. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If today's your first time listening to us, we want to say welcome. Don't be scared to reach out to us and come on as a guest. We tried to have multiple guests on the episode today, but both of them frauded out. Shout out to both Ooh. of you for frauding out because you're probably watching it right now. Not all jokes aside, I get it, guys. It's hard to come on a podcast. It's hard to talk. But we're talking about sports. It's not that hard to come on here and talk about sports. We're not talking about how you can't play it at LA Fitness Basketball anymore. <laughs> We're talking about real sports. But for real, guys, if today is your first time listening to us, we are a sports talk podcast. <laughs> we do all types of sports. We break down everything. We give live updates. We give debates. We give bets. And then we're going to start something new of what we're going to be doing today. Now, Paul, all you do is see you turn on ESPN right now. All you see is a couple. There's yeah. two things you see on ESPN. The Super Bowl, which is great because the Eagles are in it, and it's probably the best big game of all sports, I think, probably, even if the Eagles weren't in it. And then number two, LeBron James. Everybody sees LeBron James. He's about LeBron. to pass record. And then number three, Tom Brady retired again. You know, so everybody's talking about that stuff. So today, guys, we're going to do something completely different. We're going to call this segment Surfing. The internet of sports. There's a lot of stories that are going on right now in sports where we could talk about a million different things. So I got a list of some some things that are going on in the sports world right now that I want to talk about. And yeah. we're going to break them down. We're going to talk about them. And we're going to get through as many of them as we can that I have here. The, the good thing about this is, though, guys, Paul has no idea what we're going to talk about. I didn't tell yeah. him anything we're going to talk yeah. about. He might have seen it already because, like I said, world internet of sports. So he might have seen it out there. We're going to have some subjects that everybody knows about. But, Paul, you excited to talk about some stuff that you have no idea oh, what I'm going to hit excited. you with? Very excited. <laughs> I like coming into this game clueless, not not expecting much. So, so I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. No expectations. I can sound like an asshole. I won't feel bad. All right, hold on. Give me a second here. I think I just messed up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. All right. No one was supposed to see that yet. I hope you didn't look at it yet. All right. So, so all right. So, first thing I want to talk about today is we're going to get into the Super Bowl a little bit here and football because we have to. It's football, Super Bowl, two weeks. We're going to talk about subjects like that. But before we get into any of that, I want to bring up Something that I know might actually hurt you a little bit. It might make you feel some type of way because this is your boy. And I, I'm actually, I actually find it hilarious. 
I, I feel like it's, hey, whatever you need to do, you do. So you, you ever hear of the captain's chair? You know how like they call it the captain's chair? Yes. All right, well, we're going to be talking about the captain's song. So you're probably thinking, what the hell is this motherfucker talking about? All right, so it's not only the captain's song. Yeah, it's not just the captain's song. It's the golden song. So I'm going to bring this story up real quick after I give you a little hint of this. Back in 2004, a man known as the captain, obviously Derek Jeter, he was in a slump. He was going 0 for 32. In the locker room, a guy named Jason Giambi was like, yo, like, I use a thing every time I'm in a slump. I wear a golden thong. So Derek Jeter, okay, Derek Jeter admitted, he admitted the other day on on Jimmy Fallon show that he actually used the golden thong, wore the golden thong, got a hit the next game. Further in that year, he won his, his first golden glove. So, I mean, it's like, it's crazy how he did that. Now, the I get it. It's golden a, the golden thong. thong. Yeah, so, like, we got this little the quick. The captain is wearing it, too. Yeah, so we got this quick thing here, right? Here. Let me bring it up, which Hold I think it's, dude, it's hilarious. Hold so, on. this is the highlight right here. Hold it, on. He got a hit. He was on an 0 for 32. This was a young Derek Jeter. 2004. This so was I, I don't know how old he was. vet, Derek Jeter. He was a veteran, right? I mean, he, he was. 12-year vet, Derek Yeah, Jeter. so. In April of 2004, he was on 0 for 32 streak, the longest hitting oh, streak of his entire career. Ten years then. Yeah, so uh, there's there's a thing in here. I got to find the article on here, but it's actually pretty crazy. It says, the golden thong <laughs> is legendary. I've never not gotten a hit. <laughs> it, was his, it says it was his first slump. He's never had a slump in his career. He wore the golden oh thong God. and got a hit the next game. So I think it's actually pretty crazy that right here, it says Jeter then revealed that a Yankees teammate reportedly, Jerry, Jason Giambi, had a gold thong hanging from his locker and would wear it whenever he felt the need to improve his luck at bat. <laughs> I don't know how much luck you're going to get with the thing. It's going up your ass. But yeah. damn. So Derek Jeter went on to say that he used to wear this in public. So he not, not so I don't know how many so I don't know how many days he actually wore the golden thong oh, between when he, he got a hit. But apparently he got a hit the first game that he wore it. So I mean they must have had like a three day road trip where they were off, yeah. or or maybe like I don't know three three day off. But hey, I mean he got a hit. He ended up winning a gold glove that year, first one of his career too. So that gold that golden golden thong brought some some captain's luck. Oh, and unfortunately, they didn't win the World Series that year. They lost in the ALCS championship. But my, my thing is to you is like when you used to grow up as an athlete, like you know high school sports or intramural, whatever we played. Did you have a superstition where like if you were in a rut, like what was yes. it for you? For me, I had to. I had to put my headphones on the same way all the time, and I had to walk the field the same distance, like the same way. So if I can't, if I, if I put my headphones in, I had to go right, left, right, left. <laughs> yeah. It won't feel right. Then I would have to go out to. This is like I was probably like the superstition really for me started probably like eighth grade, eighth grade. So and I would walk the opposite side of the field all the time, no matter what what it was. And I, if I didn't, I'd freak out. I'd be like, yo, I didn't take my walk. <laughs> I get it. It, yeah. it was like pregame. So, yeah, I think. like, And for boxing, for boxing for me, I think it was uh, 
I don't know if I had a straight superstition. Oh, I had to have the towel over my head. Uh, pre like pre going into the stadium or going into yeah. the power center that I was boxing, I had to have the towel on my head to my hood up. If I didn't, I didn't feel right. It was like a comfort blanket. That makes sense. I mean, I know a lot of athletes have you know crazy superstitions at work, but like this is like another level, like to bring in new luck. Like, this isn't even really, like, a superstition. I, I, it, it technically is because apparently it ran through, like, the Yankees locker room for a few guys. And it helped a lot of them, which is, I find it hilarious that he admitted this. But, like, I, I got no shame on it because I'm like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. My only question is this. He never stated whether he got his own own gold thong or if it was Jeremy Giambi's. That's, that's, dirty that's shit. the only question I have here. That. I, I, that's a dirty bitch right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm that. like, wait, like. They know you well, never- like, look, I'm going to say it like this. If he was sharing a golden thong with Jason Giambi, <laughs> let's, let's be real here. If he was sharing a golden thong with Jason Giambi, I'm sure there's a little bit of ass juice on there that had steroids. <laughs> so it probably enhanced his swing a little bit with, with why, his power. That's why he stayed around a little longer. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, he got boy. that uh, extra endurance in him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I think it's oh, funny. As, I think it's funny as hell, though, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, I, I I don't know. I just think it's something that like pe- people don't realize. Like, baseball players are probably the most superstitious players in yeah. all of sports. Yeah. So it's like, man, like, I can understand them doing something like you know, doing an extra, like, Jer- like, all right, you got to come and do an extra, like. He probably, Jared Jeter never worked out before his games. Like, I could see him saying, hey, we're going to lift heavy before the game, and then you get a hit. Like, something like that. But, like, yeah, this, this whole yeah. golden thong thing is, it's funny as shit. That's though. out of pocket, man. I mean, it's 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 pretty funny, though, considering the fact that he's one of the all-time greats, too. And yes. uh, he said something like this. So, I was like, man, I wonder what other, like, type of rituals these guys did when they were on uh, hidden streaks. I mean, I wish I wish Ryan Howard would have took it in the World Series. He would have used yeah. the Golden Thong in the World Series when he was on oh that, that strikeout. Oh, oh nine, we needed that. We yeah, needed I mean, I, he didn't use it, or maybe he did have, and that's why he got hurt. I don't know. Maybe yeah. when he went to run, maybe that's why he got, <laughs> he got stuck. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But great story. Next thing I want to talk about. We're gonna keep it in the baseball world here. So I have to. This one just came out. So I actually was just looking up a little bit of stories here before we uh, started here. So active baseball stars. Blue Jays, Alex Manoa. He's currently, he was the runner-up for the AL Cy Young last year. He had uh, his second year in the league. He was, last well, I said, second-year runner-up. He's 24 years old. He pitched to a 2.24 ERA last year. <laughs> And it, it, think about this. He was in the yeah, AL East. Boy. He was in the AL East, which was the best division in baseball statistically. Uh, he, he was in, he made he made the All Star team. Uh, he was a first team All Pro. So, guy's a phenomenal player. He's young. He got gas. He got nasty pitching. So the story is this. It's not really about him. So there's this guy. Oh, he's on MLB Network. His name's Anthony Recker. He was on there. He was on MLB Network. They were talking about pitchers and all this type of stuff. And here's what here's what he had to say about Alex Manoa. Because Alex Manoa is six foot six, two hundred and eighty-five pounds. 
He's not really like a rip guy. Like he's kind of, you know, kind of a little heavier guy, but he's a pitcher. I mean, you want to have big legs, big upper body helps you throw probably faster, right? So anyway, this is what he says. He said, Alex Manoa, I love you, Alec. Just so, show me you're willing to put a little more time in the gym and you're going to be there consistently for a little bit longer. He went on to say how he thought Alex Manoa was a little bit too pudgy to be a star baseball player and that if he kept his pudgy side going, he wouldn't last more than four years in baseball. So that's the story, original story. And then Alex Manoa fires back at him. Uh, we all know, like, these things now, they're called Twitter wars, right? So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Recker was also a former baseball player. He played seven years in the MLB. So An- Anthony Recker said that to Manoa. Manoa fires back and says, Hey, Anthony Recker, my job isn't to please you. You are an outsider. You don't know me or my work ethic. What I do in the gym has clearly worked. Check the numbers. Sucks you can't say the same for yourself. <laughs> Love it. So Love. he fires back at Wrecker. Wrecker's stats as an MLB star, seven years in the league. He hit 199 with the OPS Ooh. of 283 in 206 games. Guy wasn't good at all. Wasn't good at oh, all. God. So to take it even further, Alex Manoa's, <laughs> team, Alex Manoa's teammate, um, uh, Marcus Stroman, popped in. He said, the fact that Wrecker is even allowed to speak on TV with the career he had is truly comical. The jealousy of these clown media members who couldn't cut it on the field is hilarious. Bitter little baby boys. Poo-poo careers turned into terrible analysts. Shit is too funny. So, <laughs> I, listen, I'm one of the people where I think uh, sports are great because of stuff like this. You know, I, I like seeing the yeah, bars and all that. But, like, I agree with the, I agree with the Toronto guys on this. Be, like, if you if you were a terrible analyst, you weren't even a coach. You know, like, you're not a coach. You're on the analyst right now probably because, you know, you're available. You know how MLB networks are. They bring yeah. in guys that are you're, available. You're, you're the least busiest yeah, Especially right now because no one's talking baseball right now. All the good guys are yeah. in Cancun. So he's in, yeah. in the, he's in the inner time. Yeah, so uh, what, are you, what are your takes on – the initial uh, comment and then the rebuttal that the the Toronto guys gave. Well, I take it like this: the guy, the the ex baseball player that was saying this about a, a runner up to a Cy Young <laughs> Award guy. Like, first of all, that's like I love Dan Orlovsky, but if he would ever make a negative con- comment about a quarterback, I'm guarantee you he would look dumb because he was a shitty quarterback in the league. This guy is was a shitty bet, baseball player. You bet at one ninety nine. You're talking to a, you're talking to a Cy Young award uh, runner up. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> you're nobody. I agree, man. You're the. You're not even the B team. You're not the C team. You're the. You know when they get the school the the teachers at, for the summer school. Yeah. That's what the fuck he is right now. He's a teacher from the summer school. Just because <laughs> when you pay. So, I mean, and it, it was the perfect. I'm glad that Marcus Stroman stepped into like because Marcus Stroman is he's, he's a star. Mm. So I'm glad he stepped in and like yo, basically like who who are you? Like why would you? You can't be talking about my man like that. Like I, I, agree. I, I, I like the clap back. 
But this is great for baseball too because we rarely get these Twitter beefs in baseball. So this exactly. is amazing. Yeah, because there's not a lot of like the I'll guys aren't it. really on it. So for those of you that are watching on the video, I have a I have a picture here right now of Al, of um Alex Manoa. So that's Alex Manoa right there. I'm is he wrong though? Alone, man. Dead bods rule. Hey, but like my thing is, yeah, I, I, I get I get man. the fact that he made those comments about him. But is he yeah. actually is he actually wrong with what he said? I mean. No, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's a little bit out of shape. Okay, all right. But is he though? But I mean, I don't know. You know, he might, but, be, yeah. he might just be sturdy. He might just be swole. He might just be sturdy. <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean like, look, we've oh, had we've had pitchers in the MLB that were heavy. Look at Bartolo Colon, pitched for almost twenty yeah. years. Yeah, he and he's won a Cy Young, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> pitchers, you understand. How many pit? I mean, look at Valdez last year. Valdez for uh, yeah, he's for a little heavy. He he's cheat. not the guy, best guy in the shape. I mean, he cheated a little bit. Oh, but I, hey. <laughs> I won't say I, I want to use my Phillies bias on this one, but still, I mean, he wasn't in shape like you know, some god like godly scope. His arm was, I agree. That's why that mattered. I agree. So, baseball players aren't always gonna look the best in shape as it is. I mean. Well, the, Who's the last yoke pitcher you know? The guy from uh, San, uh, San Francisco. Remember Brian Wilson? That's the last yoke pitcher I yeah, can think of. Yeah, I mean, it, it, pitching kind of reminds me of, like, Goff or, or Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. You don't really want to be too muscular because you're using a lot of your little body muscles where if you're too yeah, you jacked be- or too tight, you're not you're going to get hurt. Um, I mean, listen, like I said, the guy was second to Cy Young. But, like, the, the story gets even crazier. So... The guy tried to apologize. He tried to apologize and settle the beef. So the the reporter who originally said Anthony Recker said, um, "Where is he? Where is he?" He basically said, "I didn't mean it in a negative way. The wording I'd said didn't come out right. I don't want to start a Twitter beef. I'm going to message him and reach out originally." Alex Man- Alex Manoa's uh, boy, the, the other pitcher, Stroman, said. <laughs> where he said, uh, which right here he says, you're just like everyone else. You love to talk and then want to say sorry when you get called out. If you want to see how an all star first team, all MLB and Cy Young finalist trains, come meet me at Alex Manoa. And then he went on to say, uh, what a clown you are, Anthony Recker, poo poo, take from a bum. <laughs> and nobody who has accomplished nothing in life, keep your mouth shut and stop talking down on players. Alex Manoa is one of the best pitchers in baseball. You talk on TV for a living because your game was trash. <laughs> and then and then they, they kept going back at it, back and forth. And this is the thing that got me. And this is what uh, you got to understand. You brought up Orlowski, how Orlowski, he doesn't talk bad on players. When he talks bad on players, you don't really get the fact that he's actually talking down on them because he's breaking down statistic-wise. He's actually yeah, giving he's breaking them down. He's not calling – He's not calling a NFL quarterback a fat fuck, basically. He's saying, yeah. yeah, you did this wrong. You threw this ball wrong. And we all know what Dan Orlowski's known for his whole entire football career is running out of bounds. So we, we all know what he was known for. So he, he, I don't think he would ever speak a dumb word like that. Yeah, I mean, this like, guy's got a. Like, I want to see what this guy looks like. Is he in tip top shape, too? Like, <laughs> he, I don't know. I couldn't tell by his picture. I never actually looked him up. He looked like a typical. Second baseman, you know, he looked like your prototypical second baseman type of player. I, I don't really know what he what he was. I didn't give any information. I just, I mean, the two guys from Toronto are both very very good. 
So I'm like, all right, like whatever, yeah. dude. Um, but I, I I like the beef, like you said, for baseball. Baseball needs something that's going to get people to watch them. And I, I honestly think Alex Manoa was going to be my Cy Young winner for the year. I think this is going to give me even more reason to bet him. He's the fourth favorite. I like his. I like him now because uh, they seem like they got they got a locker room there that's going to fire each other up, and he's constantly going to remind him. Stroman's gonna be like, you gonna let this guy who called you a fat fuck win? You better, you better go yeah, train hard. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I feel like that's good because you don't really see that with ba- baseball players a lot. Like it's like it's ever. it's like Flavor Flav. It's like a hype man. Like he's gonna be like, yeah, you heard that? You heard that? Exactly. Yeah, he, every time he has a bad game, oh look, he was right. He was right. You fat fuck. Like watch. Exactly. I, I like it a lot. I think it's gonna fuel him a lot. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, the next story I got here, we're going to go to college basketball. This is something you don't see all the time, especially not no in boy. a rival rivalry game. No so we had Orange Crush, which is uh, Illinois's fan fan base. Thank you. No. No, I, I think Illinois's actual fan base, like their fan center, they call them Orange Orange Crush or Orange. Where is it? Orange Kush? Orange Crush with the with it's a K Orange with a K. Okay, so. They they take they're, they're trying to be like Duke. They're trying to get all their players and coach their their fans to go to road games. So they're recently played at Iowa State. So Iowa State gave them a discount on tickets. They bought two hundred tickets. When they went to get to the game, they said, "Nah, we ain't letting you in the game." So Iowa State basketball team did not allow the Illinois basketball fan section to come to the game. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, so they wouldn't let them nah, in their game. No, nah, yeah. not Iowa State. Iowa, if I bought a ticket, I'm getting the fuck in there. Like, come on, man, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. So they bought 200 tickets and then a lot of fans in. So here's what happened. So they got a link, and they were allowed to get a discounted yeah. price. They were getting a discounted yeah, price. Yeah, they had a discounted price. 200 tickets. Discount price makes sense. They bought the tickets mm-hmm. online, sent them, sent them. They got them in October. The game was in Feb, was yeah. yesterday. Um, the, the, the email, they didn't, this is the email the team, Iowa's team sent. They said that somebody got the discount tickets that weren't supposed to be discounted. So they have to honor to pay the difference. They didn't send it until game day. So they oh, never shit. saw it. By the time they got there, they were no, like, what are you talking about? Them. They declined them at the door. I they mean, like, they're like, not even really a, a, like, they're not even a huge but, rivalry game, which is like. No, no. I was just a big headed state for basketball. That's what, like, they, Iowa basketball is just, they're trying to be relevant. Like, all it is. And exactly. This like, is a great way to do it in the Big Ten. I mean, like, Iowa's been one of the teams every year. They're like, you know, they good. Yeah, they've been good, good, but they're not like they're not going to win. Where Illinois every year, the last couple of years, they've been in the top. Like they're yeah, the top. They've been in the top. I mean, so it's just basically a smack in the face, saying "fuck you." Like that's all it is. Like you're my Big Ten rival, and I, I'm I should be better than you guys, but we're not. Exactly. So I'm trying to find the score here. Where is it? All right. So actually, the the game is on the fourth. So they just emailed them today saying they're declining the tickets and they're not letting them pay the difference or come to the game. So now they have to go to Iowa with no fans. 
Like, salty shit. Like, I mean, like, as, as, as a, you know, a college where don't you want people to come in? Don't you want yes. people? Like, the, fans make, the fans make the game like, in college, bro. Not even just that. Like, they're going to buy drinks and sodas and Yeah, it's food. a lot of money, man. You're, 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 right? Yeah, you're turning down a lot of, like, Illinois fan base. They're bringing 200 people to your school and you're saying, hey, sorry. Yeah. Nah. That's easily that's easily that's two hundred dollars a person basically. Yeah, so uh, they're also, but they're not refunding the tickets, which is the crazy part. I think it's kind of fucked up. Um, it's fucked up. I don't know how much it was. No wonder why Iowa is such a shitty. Like no disrespect, but Iowa is known for what? Corn. One thing. Crops. <laughs> yeah. Crops. Hey, I mean, if you build it, they will come. That that's what they're known for. The two things they're known for, and it both has to do with crop fields. So, whatever they whatever whatever they got going on down there, oh boy! <laughs> I mean, that's just like something you don't see, though. Like, could you imagine? Nah. Could you imagine that happening to like Duke? Like, no. Like that would it would be on ESPN. Like it would be all over ESPN. Uh, their team uh-huh. got declined. Like, nah, it's just not happening. I mean, whoever whoever's running Iowa, they're trying to stay relevant and trying to act like they're superior. Well, you, you gotta actually. <laughs> Make a run in the college tournament first. Like at least Illinois yeah. has been there to the championship in our yeah. generation. They uh, they got they got a chance to maybe possibly they're on a downfall right now. Illinois this year yeah. kind of slumping, but they got a good roster. Uh, I mean, you got a month left to college basketball, and you're doing this to fans. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. It's the start of a buzz. It's the start of a buzz. It remember, is. They, remember when Iowa had that kid Garza? Like what? Two years ago was it? Yeah, yeah the big guy. That's the last time I can honestly feel like they were actually great. Yeah, they were actually yeah, had a shot. Yeah, and he never made it anywhere. I mean, come on. I don't even know where the guy is now. Probably in. Probably, he's probably somewhere it? in Euro Euro League. I don't know. I'm gonna look him up. I think he's in Detroit. I could he, be wrong. He's probably in Israel. <laughs> 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 he's playing with Thon Maker. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just feel bad for the kids. I mean, I have no affiliations with either of these schools, but it's just like. You're 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 taking these the fun out of these guys. Like I don't know. I mean, even as a player, yeah, like I want the rival team there. Like if I'm a player, yeah. like, I want it. It's gonna get you hyped up. So now, like Iowa, better go out there and win. Like if they lose while they decline the fans, like they might as well just leave the conference. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the results? They play on the fourth. Actually, I was wrong. They play on hmm. the fourth. And uh, Illinois is sixteen and six right now. Iowa's fourteen eight. So. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. They predict that Iowa's going to win. No line on the game right now. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I want to keep an update on it to see what happens. Because I'm rooting for Illinois. Yeah. Fighting the line, I, baby. I hope they win. I, I really do. So we're, we're going we're gonna to stay into the basketball world. But we're going to go to high school girls basketball. Now, this, oh boy. this is a story. Oh boy. This is a story I'm sure the majority of people – Saw some people probably not uh clicked on it. Now I remember is something this like this happened. It wasn't exactly like this, but the Little League World Series back in the day when the guy was like super old and played in the College World Series. So high school basketball. I think it's hilarious, but I have a lot of questions I want to talk about with this story. Um high school basketball <laughs> coach is fired after impersonating a 13-year-old girl in a JV game. So a high school basketball coach in Virginia was fired. Her name was Arlisha Boykins, 
22-year-old assistant coach on Churchland Junior Varsity girls basketball team in Portsmouth, Virginia. One of the players on the team was away on an AAU basketball trip, so the assistant coach Boykins took it upon herself to disguise herself like she was that player since it was the best player on their team. Reminds you, I believe she was 23 years old. So she's 22 years old, and she's playing 22. against 13, 14-year-olders, which, like... What was that stat line? So, I, I don't know. I didn't, they don't have a stat line on it. I don't even know if they won the she, game. I believe they still lost the game. I don't know. I don't think they have the... On the one here, they don't have it, like... <laughs> Like, hold on, I'm going to show her. Like, she does look very young, though, which is pretty funny. Uh, I mean, you can't really tell because, obviously, it's not a popular school, so to say. So, uh, where are we? Yeah, so, all right, I got to switch it. But, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of questions here, Paul. So, the 22-year-old assistant coach played. Where and why did the coach or school attendants think this was a good idea for their school or for the the students or competitive edge or like what 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 how's this happen? <laughs> you know, like I don't. This might have, this must have been a highly competitive JV bout. That's what this was. <laughs> this was. The this was the stars of the of the of the school because this the varsity team probably sucks. It's probably garbage. So the JV team is just like, all right, we got to make up for this loss. So Boykins got in there and was like, I got it, I got it, and they still <laughs> lost. I mean, dude, this Virginia, you know what? Virginia basketball, female basketball, must be some serious shit. Yeah, I, want, I have to look up further, look into the division that they're in. And yeah, like, like not to mention it was JV, though. It wasn't even like the the actual varsity team. Like That's what I'm saying. It must it must have been like one of those like rivalries that they were like, they beat us, they beat the shit out of our varsity team. So let's go out there and make an, you know, make this happen. Like, Blinkins probably that coach Blinkins is probably a a former alumni to the high school. So she's probably like flashing back in her head where she used to play this team. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably mighty pissed off about it. So she's probably out there. She's probably out there thinking to herself, ooh, when I was a senior <laughs> 10 years ago, when I was a senior five years ago, they kicked our ass. This is my revenge. I seen the picture of her. She was getting down. Like she was like, she would make a layup and she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Like she was in it. Like this, this was personal. This beef was personal. Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, I, I get it, and I don't get it because it's like whatever. I mean, somebody needs maybe to go to a psychiatric hospital, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I'm saying, like, how did like the, <laughs> the 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 players are like probably like whatever. We don't care. We want to win. They they probably yeah. don't. They probably don't really give a shit. But like the coach and the parents, I don't know. Like, what did they think was gonna happen? So after it happened. The uh, the team, the school, the parents all decided that they weren't going to play the rest of the season. So they decided that they would allow, like, allow the girl to play, I guess, because they had to know about it. And now they yeah. lost the season. So now they're not playing anymore. So, so uh, not only not only they lose the basketball game. Yeah, they, they that was the season. Yeah, there's no more JV team. 
No, no, no more JV. Nothing. They can't go to the playoffs. They can't even play tomorrow. They're done. So I mean, like, I you gotta have I'm, some I'm serious, good, like, you gotta have some serious, serious egotistical issues. And that team must have like ran up your ass and killed, crushed yeah. you on the court for you to have it's to go rivalry. back and play. Like, man, like, I don't get it. So my question to you is this: So you have daughters. <laughs> How would you feel if you were playing against, if your daughter was playing against this team, and this happened to yeah. you? I mean, I get it, you won, right. but so if my daughter was playing against this team, and that, and you know, this it was this this twenty two year old in there. If my daughter wasn't out there going at her, <laughs> like like if she was out there going at her, like giving her work, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, but if that. Older lady was really giving them buckets and giving them hell. I'm like, yo, like I would, I, I would, I would definitely have done the same thing. This, this school needs to be suspended. This teacher, this, this, the superintendent needs to be out of here. Athletic director needs to be out of here. The head coach out. Cancel the whole school. Yeah, but I my agree. my my daughter was out there giving her buckets. I'm like, That's so why, why is she on JV? <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, now vice versa, switch it. If you're a parent, what do you what do you think? We let her play. If I was a parent, <laughs> yeah, like would you have been like, wait, wait, ah, let, whatever, let the year old play? Eh, whatever, she's playing on the team. I don't care. Maybe we'll wait. Right, today. So Maybe we'll wait. We gotta we gotta break this down. We gotta break this down. I mean, you gotta remember, it's a high school game. It ain't an AAU game where you're playing possibly for money for a tournament. It's just a, a, a regular JV game, which means probably nothing. Maybe she was she was playing for like a trying to get noticed by like the the female D League or something. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe she her head coach. Like she begged her head coach. It was like, yo, listen. I look like a young boy. Let me be a young boy. Let me go out there and get it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I know we got some scouts here. I know somebody's going to show this tape. If I get in trouble, if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. But it's on tape that I was busting their fucking ass. Well, I mean, I'm giving them a cup. They ain't win. <laughs> I know. And they lost. So that's what's funny. <laughs> I think that's the funny part. Like, it's like, all right, you, you got to suspend the team. I get it. Uh, honestly, like, I would fire the coach, hire a new coach. I wouldn't suspend the team because, uh, like I said, like the, the, they're 13, 14, 15 years old. They don't know. Like, nah, if it's, it's, if it's a JV team, they're probably 15 or 16. Yeah, it's not their choice, so, dude. I mean, like, nah, let it go. I mean, you know, my thing is maybe maybe she was trying out for, like, overseas team. Maybe she wants to go to Russia and play. That's what I'm saying. She was trying to put a, a highlight tape together. She's trying to play for Team Russia. She's <laughs> I mean, maybe I shouldn't have said that one, but she's going to Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> I know, man. I don't know what uh, actual went through her head, but I mean, yeah. she, she ain't gonna. She better change her name, or like she gonna be working at uh, Pop Copy for a while. <laughs> She'll never work in this town again. That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, so we got another story I'm gonna talk about here. Obviously, we got more. We got a couple other ones here, which we're, we're going to talk about college football. So college football ain't going on right now, but everybody knows Alabama's head coach, Nick Saban. Now, with college football going on right now, 
They got the NIL deal. There's, there's players getting paid left and right. Ohio State tried to, Ohio State tried to keep your boy CJ Stroud there. They tried to give him, I think, $12 million. He turned it down. So a guy who's been absolutely against the NIL deal is Nick Saban. But he's so, been doing NIL for years. So he does. Yeah, I mean, he don't want it on the books. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I find this story pretty funny. So it's like now the word this story gets funny is they didn't name the players. So reportedly Nick Saban reported that there was two players that were searching for a $1.3 million combined, not even singular, $1.3 million combined between two players of NIL money. And Nick Saban said no. So both of these players were already on the team. Yeah. So it's reported that they think they were offensive linemen. I don't know. The one player, the one player came out and said that he wanted $500,000 for the team to get his girlfriend into law school at Alabama and them to pay for it. Nick Saban's response, there's the door. Have fun. Simple as that. <laughs> um, now, my thing about this is, is this. So, players are getting paid now. And like you yeah. just said, Nick Saban's been doing this for years. Obviously, like, come on. We already know. Um, we know. We know. That's how he's getting all the best players. So, do you think the reason Nick's, Nick Saban doesn't like the NIL deals is because now the players want to make it official that they get paid and it allows other schools to take his prospects? Or do you think he just um, – he don't want to pay players officially. I don't think he wants to pay players, to tell you the truth. I think he's already pissed off. He has to compete with other people to pay these players. I don't think he was playing. I don't, I don't think he was. I think he feels like, <coughs> which makes me think, when he was paying these players, you know, we know what he was doing. Yeah. He was probably paying them a measly 15000 Yeah, he's probably not the only one. Let's be Some clear. little. Something yeah. little like here to take this. I mean, I'm a Miami fan. They've been playing, paying. They stopped paying players. We already see they stopped paying them in 2003. Last time they were good. So yeah. I mean, we got the NIL deal. They should get back into the business now, right? But yeah, Nick Saban. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I think he's just pissed off that he they have to officially pay these kids, and he's competing with other schools to officially pay them. It's like I feel like if it was just okay for him to pay pay these these players. And nobody else, he'd be like, let's go. But since everybody else is doing it, he doesn't want to do it now. Yeah, I, I agree there. I feel like um, he, he's a really good coach. Guys, like, yeah, he's going to treat you disciplined and get you to the league. But these players now are saying, like, hey, like, if I can get paid now, because, like, you never know, an injury might happen in college football. <laughs> Yeah. And if you can get a bunch of guys that are really good going on the same team, there's a lot of good coaches out there. It might not make a difference. It might. It might not. Now, do you think this type of tactic of Nick Saban blatantly saying he hates the college transfer portal, which he's had 10 players leave Alabama already, and he hates the NIL deals. Now, do you think this is going to cause them to not get as many recruits? Or do you think this is going to be like business as always? No, it's it's gonna be business as always because it is Alabama. You guys gotta understand. I mean, what Alabama has up on a lot of these schools that are doing this is winning. 
They they win. Even though they haven't won in the last couple of years, they win. Like you're gonna go on national you're gonna, your your game's gonna be on national TV every single week. Yeah. Alabama is not going to suck. They're always gonna be in contention for a playoff spot and national championship. <laughs> so excuse me. So I don't think it does anything to them. So this could- yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I I I am with him a little bit on the some of the rules. I do think a lot yeah. of the the transfer portal it's not really like set up like or it's not organized. You know, like nah, they don't have any dates where you can do anything. Like this. Names, so my, my my question off of this is, um, do you think do you think they're gonna have to split from like the NCAA eventually? And go into their own section and kind of make it like Nick Saban said, and add maybe a salary cap, and add maybe like a deadline, something you know like what? that. Like what Nick Saban was proposing. If, if these NIL deals keep getting bigger and bigger, yeah, you're probably going to see a cap space happen. Yeah. So Nick Saban said the best competitive balance you can have is like in the NFL. They have rules to create competitive balance, whether yeah, it's right, salary too. cap, difficulty of schedule, where you have a draft. You where you pick relative to your win loss record, those things are important, and I think interest of creating a lot of good matchups on a national basis. So I think a lot of that is it's right, but at the same time, like basically, like if you do a salary cap for college football, you're basically turning it into a, a <laughs> basically the, a G League of the NFL. You don't have to go to the league. You can play four years and make all the money you can. Yeah, like I mean, I, I'm all for these athletes getting paid. But I just think, like, the NIL deals are, like, they're not NIL deals. They're just paying players to come here. Like, an NIL deal is, like, something where, like, all right, Paul, what do you what, like? What do you want to do when you're done football? And you're like, yo, I really want to do, like, sports marketing and, like, yeah. a podcast and management. Something like we do. So they're going to help yeah. you in that area. They're going to help you promote yours where you build it up. They're just giving these kids yeah. $10, $11 million to say, hey, come yeah, play with this, us. Take this. You can have this. Take don't this. make any of your own brand. Like, there are some colleges out there. Like, we we joked about Miami earlier, but Miami actually started a whole new school section for these athletes that are coming in NIL deals to help them specifically focus on what they're yeah. trying to do, like their brand, marketing, business, whatever it is they're doing. It would be and, smart. It would be smart. <laughs> yeah, because I, it is your name and image and yeah, likeness. Like, it is your name, image, like like it would be smart for you to develop a brand in college. So when you do leave and you don't make it to the league, oh, they'll see they'll see you like I know him, I know him. Exactly. And there's your brand exactly. Because I mean, let's be real. Most college, you can start something. yeah, most college players, especially football players, they want to do something in sports. So whether yeah. it's they want to be a, a sports writer, a sports reporter, yeah. whatever it is, they can help them start doing that. But like that's not what they're doing. You're giving an 18 year old kid 500 grand a year, a million dollars a year, up to 11, 12 million dollars a year. And what Nick Saban is saying is right because like you're you're not helping the kids. And I think that's yeah. what Nick Saban is doing. It like Nick Saban at the same time like. He's mad because they're all doing it legally like he was doing behind. But yeah, at least at the yeah. end of the day, he was still helping the kids out. Where, for yeah. example, the kid from Florida, he wanted a $13 million NIL. They gave him 12 They released him because they wouldn't give him that extra million. Like, really, dude? Like, I, it's it just blows my mind. Like, they're just basically like, hey, like, all right, here. 
Like, imagine that. You play three years in college football, you make $12 million a year, $36 million? Like, do you really care? Like, do you really care about, you know, learning in school? What, what do we always get- say, though? What do we always say about college football? Why we like it better? Because these kids are hungrier. Exactly. I think it's going to take it away. I don't think I, – I look, I'm all for him getting paid, too. Millions is dipping a lot in the pot, though. You're dipping a lot of shit in the pot, but – I miss it when it was these guys were just hungry and wanted to play. They wanted to make it to the league. They had a family yeah. to provide you know, for. They had, you yeah. know, they make it. They could change their whole family's lives. <clears throat> I agree. I'm okay with them getting paid, though. I mean, but millions, golly. Yeah, I, you I give, think you, you give a 17 year old, a 17, 18 year old, five mil. You think he's going to know how to act? Not at all. Not at all. Nobody I wouldn't know how to fucking act. No one would. I mean, that that's. It's normal. That's what happens. Uh, I'm all yeah, I'm, I'm all for them paying them as well, but I think they should all be paid at an equal amount on their given position and their yeah. given school. Like for example, a Penn State football team, they bring in the uh, money to support the entire sports yeah. organization. So like that, yeah. they they should get paid a little bit more compared to like a team from like Western Kentucky. Like you shouldn't be a quarterback in Western Kentucky and make the same. As a Penn State, but you should still make some because you're bringing money in, you know. So it's yeah. like, like I agree. I think down the road we're not seeing it yet, but down the road, think about this: you got you got this quarterback who's making ten million dollars this year, and he just sucks. Like spent, he turns he's a Spencer Rattler. He sucks. What are his teammates going to say to him? How many fights are going to happen because they're like, yo, like. I'm getting 500, you're making 10. Like, go fuck that yourself. Is true. Be a lot of, is lot of internal true. problems in teams. And I think they're overlooking that. Because, like you said, they're 18, 19-year-old kids. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm actually – I agree with Nick Saban to an extent where I think he's kind of – he's hard to read. I don't know if he's actually acting like this because he wants to benefit or he's just mad. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I, I, I think he makes valid points. So, I, I'm curious to see what happens in the next – Two years when like Texas and all them go to the SEC, I think when they mm-hmm. go over, I think we're gonna see a whole new landscape of college football, and we mm-hmm. better see the college football game. I don't care what happens; they better bring that out like they said they were gonna do. Because yeah. I want to play some college football video game. This is a big part of it. This is a big, big part why these guys are getting paid because the college football game is making a lot of money. And they were using their they're using their their image and likeliness, not their name though, but their image and likeliness. And these guys weren't getting paid. This is the reason why this is there. Bring back NCAA football. I'm sick and tired of this fucking wait. Bring back NCAA football, the yeah. greatest sports game of all time. I agree. It's supposed to be out next year, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I mean, we got a lot of stuff happening in college football with the, the NILs and all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't really care if like all the players are in the game. I, I really don't care. It could just be random players because uh, back in the day when we were when we were teenagers and playing, we knew everybody, so we wanted to play with them. Now yeah, I, don't, you, I don't really he, care. We were smart. We were yeah. smart, bro. Yeah. Now we had to do like, research though. Exactly. We used to go on the computer. We used to look up the positions. Exactly. Uh, we used to go to college places. Okay, so we're going to USC, right? All right. So no, QB number seven, uh, Matt Liner. Running back number five, yeah. running back number twenty. Remember when oh, you used to be able to upload the names and everything? That yeah, was awesome. yeah, I remember them days. Well, and you'd realize yeah. you were using the wrong guy. Like, oh my god! Like, wow, that guy's good too. Who is he? And next thing you know, it's you know, it's some stud back that gets drafted. He's good. And it's like, man, 
Them games were fun. They were fun. So I hope they bring that back. Uh, so we're, we're going to stick with football here for the next next story. We're going to talk about Donna Kelsey, which obviously is the, the mama goat. Yeah, mama goat. Well, she's up there. So the mother of Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey were both obviously in the Super Bowl. So the thing about this is for her, she was on a, on a TV show the other day, and they were talking to her about who she's going to root for. This is her answer. I love it. Jason would say, I'm going to root for the baby of the family, which is Travis. And I keep telling him, no, you've given me grandchildren, so we'll leave it at that. She went on to say, it's always about the grandkids. Smart. That was the the most political mom answer you can get. So she never officially said, hey, I'm rooting for Jason Kelsey or anything. But I... I think she's giving us something like – I'm not telling her to root for the Eagles because I, I honestly don't know what I would do. Uh, but looking at the situation, she was last – she was asked later in the interview like, so make your pick. Who are you rooting for? And she said, obviously, the offenses. <laughs> I thought it was a great interview. Mama Kelsey is definitely media trained. Let's oh, yeah. just say that. Yeah, She's yeah. definitely media trained oh, yeah. and – I gotta give her a lot of respect. <laughs> Hold on, <clears throat> because for her to like basically like know how to answer these questions, like, oh no, I'm not gonna review, review, root from any of them, but not say that. Say, oh, root for the offenses. Oh well, Jason gave me grandbabies. Like <laughs> the most, she is, I'm sure. I'm sure she has a publicist, and I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure her friends are like, "Mom, you can't say this. You can't say that." I know I would be if my mom was in that position. Yeah. I mean, I, how awesome is that, though? Mama like, go. I mean, like, seriously, both your kids are in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's awesome. Like, I, I have to look up. I didn't get a chance to look up yet how many brothers actually played in championship games. This is the first one in the Super Bowl uh, ever. Brothers. No, I mean, in a, like a championship game. Like, yeah. uh, uh, this is the first one in NFL history. But how many actually played against each other? In oh, like NBA, were, the, were there any in NBA? Were there Harbaugh's. any in the major league? Um, Harbaugh's. Who? The Harbaugh's. John and Jim. Coaching. Yeah, that was awesome. That was an awesome game. Yeah, they um, coached, but they coached against each other. So Still. Um, still, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> but playing in the game? No, I don't remember. I always go back to the Hardy brothers, but they both play for the uh, Patriots. Like, I'm um, sure it's happened in other sports. Um, I yeah. mean... Look at look at baseball last year, the NFC Championship game. We just had Nola. We just had Nola. Um, yeah, uh, there, there's a couple. But the crazy thing is, there were four other possibilities where brothers could have played each other in the, in the championship. Bosa brothers were in there. Uh, Bosa brothers. There's who are the other ones? Bosa brothers. I forget who they were. There there was there's four of them total. Though. So like it's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. for for Mama Callis, it's pretty crazy that she has two kids in there. Um, I want to ask you, who do you think she's actually rooting for? Bobby, I'm going to tell you right now, being a father, being a father of two, seeing how my mother cares more about her grandkids (laughs) than her children is Jason. Jason has the grandchildren. I was the baby. I was the baby between my kids, between my, my, my siblings. And I I was loved. I was the one I, was, I would like to say I was the favorite at times. Mm-hmm. But 
soon as the grandbabies came, my sister had the first one. I was stuck. Now, my kids with my children, like, I know that's the favorite right there. So she's definitely going for Jason, I think. Yeah. So, but I'm sure Ed, I'm sure Ed is going to be cheering hard for for Trav. So, my take on it is this I'm the baby, I only got one older brother. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure my mom would be rooting for me. Like, no bullshit. So she'd, <laughs> she'd be rooting for me. I, I guarantee that secretly. She would cheer a little bit harder when I made a catch and when he made a block. Like, I, I'm not going to like, I, I, hey, I'm, she's probably listening right now. I'm serious. Like, she can tell me if I'm wrong. But I, I'm I'm saying uh, we have we're a little closer than she's with my brother, even though he has the, he has the, the nieces as well, and the daughters. But. I think she's rooting for Jason, not just because of what you said. But I think I think she's rooting for Jason for a couple of reasons. Yeah. He's he's older. He's about he. There's been uh, question marks on when he was going to retire. Um, so he might he might never ever get a chance to get back here. This might be his last chance to get here. He might be able to win the Super Bowl and ride out on the coattail, and then she gets to spend time with him and the grandkids. You know, um, whereas Travis, he's younger. He got Patrick Mahomes. He might be back. He might be back next year or the year after. He going to be back. You know, so I'm not going to say she's going to be like, yo, like, please let like Jason win. But I think inside, I think she would be a little bit happier if Jason won and walked away. That's that's what I think. I'm telling you, grandbabies are the key. Yeah, I think uh, I think like you said, Ed's Ed's rooting for Travis though. Oh, Ed's right. If you hear the stories on the podcast about how Ed was with Travis. Plus, plus I guarantee you he wants uh he wants to hear his son as best tight end ever over Gronk. Yeah, which he is pointing in that direction. That that that's an yeah. argument for another day. Me personally, I love Gronkowski, but yeah. I, I'm taking Travis. I'm, I'm, I'm a Tony G's guy. I love Tony G's. Yeah, I'm taking but Travis. But Trav, honestly, is a little bit more better, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing. He's doing a lot more. He's a lot tougher. He can block. Well, not really block, but he, he, he helps <laughs> I out mean, a listen, little bit more blocking. Listen, he can block um, just not Hassan Reddick. He ain't going to block Hassan Reddick. No, that, that's one no. thing they're not going to do, though. They're not going to They're not gonna do the San Francisco game plan and put no. Travis Kelsey on him. But I will say this, though. I said this before. I posted this on the group, and I think I posted it on, on our, our our Instagram. These two are both the best, the greatest all time, arguably the greatest all time at their positions. I had somebody disagree. And I I think see if you, nobody watches a lot of offensive line, obviously. To know, I, I asked the person name me ten centers that are better, and he probably couldn't. So when I think it's of you can actually just watch how Travis plays. He's he's athletic, strong, smart. He doesn't give up a lot of ground. He's he's he is arguably one of the greatest centers of all time. Yeah, I mean he's so, the way he gets to the second level. That's you, you that's tell, it right there. You could tell his, that, he could be a tight end like his brother. He gets that. Second yeah, level. he was he was a, a lacrosse player. He came in as a linebacker, so he knows <laughs> like he knows what he's looking at now. Yeah, and, I mean, I I like them both. Uh, yeah, I think it's Travis, great. Travis is breaking records every year. Yeah, it's great for the Kelsey family. Uh, they're going to have a ball. She's probably going to be crying most of the game, though. So <laughs> she's going to be like, um, yo, like, I can't, I can't watch it. <laughs> she's going to win, but she's going to lose. It's, it's, you know, she's going to, Mama Kelsey's going to win, but she's also going to lose. 
I agree. So it's like no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're gonna keep it on the Super Bowl here in a different way. We're gonna keep it in a different way here. Uh, Tom Brady retired the other day. Uh, we we did our nice breakdown of Tom Brady last year. He he took the shine away from it. Uh, so we're, I'm gonna talk about that on my own on another podcast. We're we're gonna talk about it right now. So Tom Brady has a contract for Fox of ten years, three hundred and seventy five million dollars. Coincidentally, Fox Fox is airing the Super Bowl this year. So we got. We got Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson on the air. Now, do you yeah. think do you think there's any possibility that they put Tom Brady on that broadcast? Or do you think there's any other ways that they can get Tom Brady into this action during the Super Bowl? Or do you think he's just gonna watch the game? What do you th- what do you think Tom Brady's gonna be doing at Fox? I don't think he I, see Tom got he has a he actually has a little bit of respect and I think he wants to Right now, he's away from the game. He just retired. I don't. Th- I don't know if he wants to jump right into it the same week, the same month that he retired in. Yeah. So I think he's not going to be on the on the um, broadcast just because he's like, let them finish, and we'll talk about this later. So let me ask you this: There's other possibilities of what they could do with Tom Brady. So they could they could have him on the crew desk of the breakdown. Yeah. Which he can replace Sean Payton, who just got the job. Yeah. Or well, yeah, he got the job. Or yeah. this is what I think they're going to do. Gronkowski's kicking the field goal, right? Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be out he of the ground. He's gonna interview Gronk. That's how they're yeah. gonna introduce him to the family. He's gonna introduce yeah. Gronk, and then Gronk's gonna make a sixty-yard field goal. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's. I'm I'm curious to see what they do with him going forward. Because, like, let's say, let's say you're you're Fox. Greg Olson did a heck of a job this year. Greg, 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 Greg Olson's great. Know, um, He's a great commentator. So what do you think is going to happen with that broadcast crew? Are they going to demote maybe Burkhart, which he's been there for a while? Or are they going to demote Olsen? Or maybe stick Brady to the B crew? Put Brady in stick there. To the- just put Brady in there. He's going to work regardless. Just put Brady in there. Which um, who are you taking out, though? Because they don't do the thing. Yeah, but are you taking someone out or are you going to do the first ever every Broadcast three. I mean, it's been done on uh, Monday Night Footballs. Yeah, I would do. I would do the three thing because, well, I mean, I guess you could put Greg Olson somewhere else just because Burkhead Burkhead has the uh, the, the seniority. He yeah. has the years behind him. Tom would be a little bit more comfortable. Um, now, what being beside a veteran? Yeah, but he would also be more comfortable with a fellow a fellow former uh, NFL player. Yeah, I don't so know. that's a tough one because I, I like Olson both the guys. Yeah, I. I I actually, we were lucky enough to get these guys to do pretty much all the Eagles games, like the last couple yeah. of weeks, and yeah. they're not biased. They mm. they tell you the game, they call stuff out, just just enough. Where like Greg Olson, you know, when like Tony Romo first started, he would always break the game down, and you'd be like, dude, like he's calling every play. This is annoying. And then last year, Tony Romo kind of stopped doing it, and then this year, he he kind of went back to like pretty much like like dude, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, so do you think Brady's going to be more of like a, a Olsen or like a Romo where he breaks down the plays? I don't think he's going to be like a Romo. I don't think he's going to be like an Olsen either. I think he's going to be a little bit more comedic. But he's also, like, I'm sure he, he knows the game. He studies the game. But I think he's going to try to put his own personality into it towards where he's not, like, forcing it. Like, sometimes Tony Romo, I love him. 
sounds like he's forcing it. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, now, Greg Olson is just a natural. Everything he talks about, the way he breaks stuff down, it's natural. I agree. I so agree. I think he's going to insert a little something of himself into it, like like a little cocky with it in a way, just to be like, oh, yeah, well, I made that. I mean, I made the same throw against, yeah. I don't know, the Jets in 2004 at fourth, fourth down. Like little stuff like that, stuff that he did, he'll insert into it to be like, so that's, I can see how that worked. Like, He'll know how to put it together. Tom yeah. Brady's not a—he's a very intelligent guy. I agree. I agree. That, very. That, that's the extent of the Brady talk we're gonna do today. Uh, but we got one more story. One more story we're gonna talk about uh, real quick. Super. <clears throat> it's going to Super Bowl again. So we got a video here of it's Super Bowl video. I'm gonna bring it up real quick. Hold on. So it's a Philadelphia mayor. So obviously we're gonna talk oh, about boy. we're gonna talk about mayors oh, because. Uh, we got we got what's called uh, Travis Kelsey calling out the mayor of Cincinnati, telling him to know his, know his role and shut his oh, mouth. No. So Philadelphia mayor, he was doing an interview, and listen to what my guy had to say. Let me know if you can hear it. And I think we're winners and we behave, and I think that's a good thing. Ready for another parade? I'll 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 blow the doors off this parade. Uh, I'm on my way out, so I'll spend whatever they want. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you can actually hear it. It's a little hard to put the video up here, but the ma- the mayor said this, Paul. He says, "I'll spend. I'm ready to blow the doors off this parade if we win. I'm on my way out. I'll spend whatever they want." <laughs> like <laughs> you know what? That gives me all the extra initiatives to go to go do my handle my business. So I mean, <laughs> I'm listen. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to win. I'm actually have have uh, already talked to you about what I think is going to happen to Super Bowl. We're going to do that later. But do you think it's a good idea in the city of Philadelphia if, if we win another Super Bowl? Do you think it's a good idea to spend unlimited money on a parade? Well, <laughs> like, so I, I didn't bring up a no, couple we of were very well mannered. We Philadelphians were very, very well mannered in the first one, right? Because it was Nothing three feet of snow happened. on it. There was three feet of snow on the ground. When they won, I flew I up. From, that. I, so I don't when, think when, it was snowing that day, was it? Yeah. Two days before it snowed two days in a row. Oh, well, well, you know, I, I know this. I know this because I was in Florida, and we booked a ticket the day they won for the mor- next morning. So the game was over at what, 11, 30, 12, hammered drunk. Yeah. We booked a flight for 7 a.m. We left the next day, and it was like 13 degrees in Philadelphia. It snowed two days in a row. There was about a footer, not me, yeah, probably two feet of snow on the ground two days before. And it was frozen. It was cold as shit out. It was but- cold as shit that day. But I mean, a lot of liquor. A lot of liquor is being flown. Oh yeah, but you're right. You're right. There wasn't a lot of arrest or anything like that. But no, if, if you guys want to get a show, want to get a show, go look at, go look up Kansas City Chiefs celebrating AFC victory, and then go look up Philadelphia Eagles celebrating NFC victory, and let me know the difference. These motherfuckers were standing on. There's a, there was a dude. I, I'm not gonna post it on here. It was on Barstool Sports. Dude standing up, butt ass naked, flapping like an eagle on a pole. 
There, there's, there's, uh, that's how he had to get up it. Yeah, because they were grease. So yeah, like he didn't give a fuck. He got up there, bro, and it, it was cold. I'm like, bro, these guys don't care. There were other groups of people flipping buses. It wasn't even the Super Bowl yet. Now, I I remember when the Philadelphia Phillies made it to the World Series. It was similar to that too. But the Philadelphia well, Eagles have a more rabid I, fan base. I remember 09 when they got to the World Series. I was there. I was in the city. Yeah, it got point. locked down. Yeah. Yeah, it got locked down. I yeah. couldn't get home then. Yeah, I had to me go and find Craig were down there. And I remember it was a school night for us. Yeah, I didn't go. It was a school <laughs> night. It was, uh... Yeah, it was a school night. That's what was the last thing I remember. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was like a Wednesday there. or Thursday night. Yeah, we didn't go. I didn't go to school that day. <laughs> so I had, I remember that was nuts. Now, now, now the World Series in 08, the, the parade wasn't horrible. Like, it wasn't. Like it was just packed because it was the first one. It was the first championship back to the city since the Sixers. So it, I remember that. But the Eagles one, I, I it had to be at least one point five million people there. Yeah, it was More. crazy. I mean, it was ridiculous. you couldn't even get down to where they were doing the speeches unless you got there at like five in the morning. Like we never made it. I never made it down that far. Like we were pretty far out from it, but it was yeah. it was pretty crazy. I mean, if they win again, I I think it's gonna be about the same. We're going. Oh yeah, we're going. I mean, we're going. We're going. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna put no Eagles gear on or nothing. I just wanna enjoy it. We're going though. <laughs> I wanna be around all you filthy animals. <laughs> Listen, I'll go rabbit. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I feel like like if I was like in my twenty, if I was like twenty one, twenty two again, I, yeah, I'd be going crazy. Like at that, I remember at the Phillies parade, we were going a little crazy because I think I was. Oh, dude, went I hard. Was, we were, I was a senior. I went hard. Yeah, I was senior. It was in high Halloween, school. bro. It was Halloween. Yeah. That 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 uh, train ride on the way back. Well, oh my gosh, I I was only I think I was a junior, I was a junior in high school. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember every single thing I did that day. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So mayor's willing to spend all the money. What do you think is going to happen if we lose? If the Eagles lose, I think, I think does that put all the, does that put all the pressure on the Sixers? Well, Phillies lost in the World Series. Soccer Eagles team lost. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> Flyers suck. Uh, Union lost in the championship. It is down to the the Sixers. I mean, listen, like even if they do lose the Eagles, I, I don't really. I gotta look it up again. I'm not sure how many uh, cities had three teams back to back to back in championships in the same seasons. Well, we cool. did it in 1980. Remember, uh, yeah. we did it in 1980, four for four. Yeah, all four teams were in the championship. So it's possible. I mean, Sixers look good right now. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, you, you know they. It was a tough one. They they got they got the win last night, but I don't know, man. I was like, the, I think the, the Eagles are kind of the saving grace right now. It's going to give the Sixers a little less stress because now the expectation is so much further up with Harden and and, uh, and Joel. Yeah. Because the other two went to the uh, championship game, that I don't know if they can handle it. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I think it's going to be a good rest of the season. Um, 
We're going to talk about that going forward because we've got trade deadline coming up in the NBA. Uh, but I don't. Absolutely. I, I want to talk about it after the trades because yeah. I, I can't really sit here and project what teams are going to trade people because they got the uh, NBA uh, bargaining agreement coming up. Yeah. So, like, if they don't change that, then there might not be any trades. But if they yeah. do trade it, you might see 10, 11 of them. I don't know. I don't That's know. True. So we're just going to wait till that happens. Uh, we're not even going to talk about LeBron today, guys. We're going to talk about no. him next week. So, like, next week. like today, today's February 2nd. So the next week of podcast coming up, listen to it. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, Paul. we got yeah. a, we got a phenomenal yeah. week. So first, we're gonna, we got to just get cut it real quick. Fedor Emelianenko has a retirement fight on Saturday. What round does he get knocked out in? Third. Third? All right, I agree. I think he's going to make it a little bit. And then he goes sleep, sleep. But uh, if you guys like MMA, t- tune into the Beltar. Beltar's on on Saturday. You got Fedor's last fight against Ryan Bader. And you got Johnny Eblum, who is a phenomenal fighter on there. So check him out because he's a guy that can relatively make noise in the UFC. Check him out. Uh, and then next week, next week, Paul, we got a lot. We're going to yeah, we got- Super Bowl. We got Super Bowl. We got... We got NBA play. We got Ron possibly, possibly breaking that record. Yeah. We got a lot going on, man. A yeah. lot. And of we course, got UFC. We got, we got UFC. Yeah. Uh, so we got a lot. I'm, I'm excited for next week to talk about. We're going to have a lot. Uh, but guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this type of podcast we, we were doing. We hit a lot of different subjects, a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, if you guys actually have like stories that you would like us to break down or talk about on the podcast, send it to one of us. Because obviously, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a lot of stories that aren't really popular news or make a story out of it to make a podcast of it. But I, I thought it was fun to do. It was different. Uh, so we're going to be doing it more. We're going to be doing it more. And as we always say, guys, if you like what we talk about, if you like what we bring to the sports world, please share our podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. We got it all. We got it all. Follow us on all of it. We'll follow back. We'll communicate back. We'll have you on the podcast. Everything. So I'm going to leave it at that. Say thank you guys for listening. And until next time. And Paulie, as always, floor is yours. Finish it off. And then let's get the hell out of here. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening. You guys are the best, best, best viewers in the world. Shout out to everybody in the group. Shout out to everybody following us on all platforms of social media. Tune in. There's more to come. Absolutely. And go motherfucking birds. Peace out. Go birds. Later. I ain't doing no verse. Quit asking. What's poppin'? Brand new whip. Just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten.